You're listening to the weekly podcast of Full of Faith Ministries of Pembroke Pines, Florida. We pray you enjoy today's message. Let's turn to Romans chapter 4. And we're going to read this in the King James Version. Romans chapter 4, starting at verse uh, 17. Uh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. We're going to read verse 17 through 20 in the King James Version. Amen. Y'all have it? Yeah. Uh, y'all wait for me a little bit. Wait for me. Wait for me. All right. Here we go. We're going to read this strong now. Y'all ready? Ready? Read. Read verse 21. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you all. You all may be seated if you can. Glory be to God. Glory be to the most high. God. Verse 17 here. I'm going to read it. It said this here, it says, as it is written, I made thee a father of many nations before him who had believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth things, calleth those things which be not as though they were, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken, according to that which was spoken. Uh, so shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body. He considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old. Neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He stayed. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith giving glory to God and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. Let's turn this in the uh, Amplified Classic. Uh, this is not the one out Bible I want. I'm Let's read it from there, Amplified Classic. It says, as it was written, I have made you the father of many nations, as it is written, I have made you the father of many nations. 
he was appointed our father in the sight of God in whom he believed, come on, who gives life to the dead and speak of the non-existent things, the non-existent things that he has foretold and promised as if they already exist, the non-existent things he speak of as though they already exist. So one thing you know about your father is that he don't speak from the existent. He speak from the place of non-existent. I think I'm talking to myself still this morning. I don't know who here this morning, but looking around and something that you want is not there, but you don't realize it is still there, but you got to speak the non-existent into existence. See, there is a higher place of non-existence. There is a higher place of existence. You with me? Uh, I'm going to try that again. There is a higher place of non-existence, and there is a higher place of existence. So you can go into the non-existence, and then you can declare something into the non-existence, and then that which you see in the non-existence, you can speak that into the existence. Uh, I still don't think y'all don't understand what I'm trying to explain to you. Because if you live according to the existence, then you will still get into a place to where you're in your emotions. But if you live into a place of non-existence, then you can still get into your place of emotions. But when you know that I have all things, then therefore I override the non-existence because I now make things into the non-existence. And now what I see in the non-existence, I now declare that to be in the existence. Uh, I think I may need to go a little deeper because I feel like a faith fill up, but I got to keep in mind this is a Sunday service. So I got to keep everything at a shallow because some people don't know how to don't know how to dive deep. You know, some people just know how to only fish in two feet, two, two, uh, you know, two foot of water. But, you know, I like to go deep fishing. The deeper the water, the greater the fish. I'm tired of catching the small illegal fish. I'm here to catch something that's going to take a. Uh, I need. Y'all don't want to help me. I need to, I'm ready to catch something that's going to take partners to help me reel this thing in. I'm tired of reeling in something that only takes me a couple minutes. I need something that's going to bend my back. Hey, y'all are with me. I need something that's going to take time and I got to just rest. Some of y'all just catching something you can flip in a boat. I need something that got to keep reeling, keep reeling, keep reeling. My line ain't going to break. I'm going to keep reeling. Oh, baby, this is a big one right here. This going to feed us for years. Some of y'all been believing God for only a meal for the day, but he got something for you that you can, you can cut up and put in storage bags that's going to feed you for the rest of your life. Some of y'all may not know the scripture, but let me help you out. The lady only had just a little bit of oil, but he, he said, God, bring that to the prophet. And the prophet took that bait, that cake, took that oil. It was two different stories. He went, One of the prophets took the little dough that she had. Another prophet took the little oil that she had. But they both received the same results. 
One took a little bit of oil and went into the oil business for the rest of their life. The other one went into a caking business and for the rest of their life. So he took the debt that she had and said, give me what's in your hand. Some of you only got $5, but give me what's in your hand. You may only have $100, but give me what's in your hand. You may only have, no, let me me go home. Let me go home. I think I'm talking to myself. Y'all looking at me like I'm on, like this Space Jam or something. Uh, you got one idea, one idea, but that one idea is enough in the right hand presented to the right God. Uh, they'll feed you and your children's children for the rest of your life. So when I say you'll never be broken another day of your life, that literally means I'm coming to resuscitate that dream that's in you. Resuscitate that vision that's in you. Resuscitate that plan that God gave you as a child. You... Ooh, don't have me open up. Nah, I'm just teasing. I got guests in here. I got guests in here. I, I got to give five more minutes. So five more minutes. Five more minutes. Five more. Can I just give you five more minutes? You don't need five minutes. You ready right now, huh? I like that. She said she ready right now. All right, I believe that. I think I like that. Let's go to the next verse. Hey, watch this here. For Abraham, human reason for hope being gone. He hoped in faith. So he say, my human reason for expectation, I have none because my body is out. Of, my body is dead. And yet still, when I look at my wife's dead body, she's dead too as well. So yet still, my body is old and her body is old. So we all waxed. But yet still, God gave me a word that's going to make me something, even though my condition contradicts what the... Ah, y'all didn't want to help me. See, today we're talking about consider not. See, your issue is that you're considering what you see. But I'm here to tell you this morning, consider not what you see. Because when God gave you a word, that word is sperma. Come from the word sperm. You don't know. Come on now. We got a dose in here. So he literally is saying that when you get a word from God, that is sperma. So normally when you look at the sperma and you look at the sperm, you look at the fact that in order for you to have a baby, either the womb got to be good, the womb has to be productive, and the sperm has to be productive. You with me? Y'all with me? Can I go here? Because we're talking about the word of God. Get your mind right. Get, come on. Get out of that carnality. So now, if the, if the womb got to be right, fertile, and the sperm have to be right, you with me? If at any point any one of it is not healthy, then therefore it cannot bear fruit. You with me? Y'all, 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 y'all sure y'all with me? So Abraham said, I know you got a word. I know you said, I'm gonna die. <laughs> yeah. I know you said that I'm going to be a father of many nations. But however, this over here, the sperma ain't right. I'm in blank mode. And over here, the womb ain't white because she in dry mode. But yet still you spoke a word and you trying to tell me you're going to override the blank and you're going to override the, the dryness. I'm here to tell you this morning, I don't care what's blank in your life. I don't care what's dry in your life. I'm here to tell you right now, but I'm giving you a word of God. That's incorruptible seed, a seed that got to produce whether you dry or whether you blank. It don't make no difference. 
Some of y'all ain't ready. Some of y'all ain't ready. Y'all think it's too graphic, but y'all, I'm preaching a word. I'm preaching a word. I'm giving you something that you can relate to. It got to be relatable because Elizabeth, was, was she was barren. Mary was barren. I mean, not Mary. Yeah, well, she wasn't barren, barren, but she, she wasn't ready, 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 ready. You know, I, I can keep going. Y'all with me? So now watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. So check this out, check this out, check this out. It gets important because Abraham says, I went to my doctor and my doctor said, you crazy because there's no cure for this. Okay. I went to my fertility doctor and they say there's nothing that we can do. You can just keep on trying. So, ah, you too old. I went to my, my, my financial advisor. My financial advisor say, ah, it's going to take you 30 years because you're too far in debt. Uh, but yet still in my meditation time, which I call prayer, God done told me that I'm going to become. It's impossible for God to say I'm going to become without him making me be already. So my coming have to come in alignment with my being. When you get a word, that means you be. Now you got to receive the be so the be can come. Uh, the, be, the be cannot come without your faith. At any point you don't believe in what you be, then therefore now it cannot come. The reason why you don't have it is because you don't believe in the being. So, but because of the word, I know the word of God and Luke said the word of God is seed and not just any seed, but it's incorruptible seed. That means it's a seed that has to produce because my father looks over his seed to make sure it is productive. The word poor comes from the word non-productive. So in Genesis, when he say be fruitful and multiply, that was not saying have a lot of babies. He was saying, I want you to go out there and be productive. So if you look back over your life and you're not producing nothing, then therefore you're not doing your mandate, which God called you to do. Are you here? But I hear you, though. You say, I don't know a man. But your seed don't need a man. Your seed just need faith. So even if the ground is not conducive and you get the word of God, the word of God can override the dryness of your ground. Ah, y'all don't want to help me. I'm feeling this thing, boy. I'm telling you right now. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Sister Tony, I'm feeling this. I'm feeling this big time. I'm telling you, I'm feeling this so much. My goodness, I'm telling you, I could preach to a rat and a rat would go into business right now. The rat would go into business. I'm telling you right now. Oh, my God. Oh, y'all laughing, but the Bible say preach the, preach the gospel to every creature. When I'm walking, I'm talking to the squirrels. You will never be broke another day of your life. You never have to worry about no more nuts, no more food. That's right. And they hop right on on. And they go back to their neighbor and say, I got a word from a man. I was worried about this food, but get right in and some just fall from the tree. Uh, see, y'all, y'all, see, y'all don't understand the word because the Bible said that the birds don't even worry. Nothing, they don't worry. Because they know that if, see, that they know 
So it's sad when animals know more than you. He said, they don't, they don't worry about that. They don't focus on none of that. Because they know, they know our father going to take care of them. What? So they know that our father going to take care of them. Why you worried? You're worse than animals. Because you can't sleep at night worrying, but yet still dogs don't. They know you're going to go to the pet store. They know that, and they know they got laws that if you don't take care of them, that's a law that breaks it. God knows there's a law that... He knows there's a law that he got to stand by that if at any point you are not taken care of, uh, y'all ain't ready for this, royally... They don't like that there. Royally, that means you should not be eating scraps. That means you should not be living in the bottom. You're supposed to own the bottom. I think I'm talking to myself. Hey, I'm going to preach myself happy. I don't care. When I drive what I want to drive and I live in what I'm living in, don't hang on me. I'm just telling you right now, I just received the sperma of the word and it impregnated me. I'm conceiving what the word says. Wealth and riches is in my house. I will never be sick another day. I'll never lack another day. Why? Because God is my shepherd. He is my fortune. He is my present help in a time of trouble. So when trouble come, I don't look at the outside for help. I know where my father is. He is nigh thee even in my mouth. I preach myself happy. I don't care. I told you if I'm here by myself, I preach to the ceiling tiles. I'm telling you right now, ceiling tiles, you're going to expand more and more and more. Don't worry about a chair. Somebody going to sit in you. There's use for you. There's use for you. Uh, some of y'all looking like y'all ain't come to church for a word. So why you acting like you ain't come for a word? You came for a word, right? So act like it. Act like you came for a word. I just came for one word. One word. You don't need 50 men. You need the right one. You don't need 50 women. You need the right one. You don't need 100 jobs. You need the right one. You don't need 100 people. You need God to send you the right man. The right one that's going to get your dream off. The right one that's going to finance your business. The right one. You need a certain man. A certain man. That's what you need. You need a certain one. That's all you need is a certain one. You need a certain one. Man, I knew this. I, Lord, you told Lord, you told me, and I believe it. You know I do. But I'm just telling them what you told me, if that's okay. You told me lives will shift after the day. Because the issue is, we're considering. We're considering. Instead of considering not. They missed it. <laughs> Ooh. You don't believe that the power of God can override. You don't believe that the power of God is all powerful. So that means I don't care what your situation is. My brother, I don't care what it is. I don't care what the doctors say. It can be, it is overridden right now. They can give you three months to live. I can override it right now and give you 30 years. 
Whatsoever you desire when you pray, believe and faith make it happen. It's by your faith, by your faith, by your faith. Faith in what? What I've been impregnated with. The word of God. It's the word of God. You got people preaching everything else. I couldn't have preached the word. Why? Because it don't take long. It's quick. It cannot be stopped because it's powerful. It cannot be dull because it's sharper than any two-edged sword. It'll cut through your dryness. It'll cut through your lack. It'll cut through that cancer. It'll cut, boy, it'll cut through anything in your life. And it's not allowed to fail. It's not allowed to fail. Y'all hear what I said? It's not allowed to fail. So let the word be your foundation. Let the word be your foundation. I don't care what they say. I don't care what mama say, daddy say. Let the word be your foundation. Stand on the word. Lean on the word. Depend on the word. Trust the word. And let the word become flesh. Ah, y'all ain't ready for that. Let the word become flesh. Ah, I'm blessed with all spiritual blessings. Oh, become flesh. Ah, I'm getting houses I ain't built. Become flesh. Uh, y'all ain't ready, ain't ready for that yet. I think that's a little bit deeper, deeper, deeper. I feel two couple people here drowning right now. Let me let me lift my hand back up and grab them. He say, "Listen, uh, so hold on now. When I when I look at myself, when I look at myself, you with me?" I should not have no expectation. You're going to buy your house this year. But then you look, you say, I got bad credit. I don't have no money for down payment. See, you're considering yourself. But if I tell you right now, the Lord told me to tell you that you're getting your house this year. In other words, you don't consider your credit. You don't consider your down payment. Y'all don't want to help me. You don't consider your GPA if I tell you that you're getting a scholarship. You don't consider... If I tell you that you're healed of cancer, you don't consider the the, the education of your, your doctor. So now what happens is we lose hope because we consider. But when I don't consider... I still have to hope, but my hope shifts to a greater master. Uh, For Abraham, human reason for hope being gone. He said, I don't have no human reason to hope. So I'm about to step out of humanity. Let me try it over here. I'm going to step out of humanity into divinity. So what humanity can't do, I know divinity can do. So I'm not going to live according to humanity. I'm going to live according to divinity. And in the realm of God, all things are possible. Man, he, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. All things are possible. All things are possible. Without your assistance, it's still possible. Whether you believe it or not, it's still possible. It don't matter. It just ain't going to happen for you. But I guarantee your neighbor going to get it. I guarantee your family member that you don't like going to get it. 
Why? Because they heard you. They overheard you praying. Some of you right now, somebody received what you had and that you wanted because they overheard you. So your prayer build their faith. They didn't have no expectation, but they heard you say, uh, you know, I was listening to Pastor Ed on Sunday, and he said this here. They said, well, that's what your pastor said? My pastor ain't preached that, so I'm about to step out of, your bu- out of my building, and even though I wasn't there on Sunday, I'm about to take the word. So now next week, they say, I got promoted. And you say, oh, I was praying for promotion. I ain't get promoted. You say, well, you ha- I-, I took the word that your pastor said. It worked for me, but it ain't worked for you. You were in the building. Ah! But you did not mix it with no faith. That's Hebrews, if you don't know it's in the scripture. They heard the same word, but they ain't mix it with faith. So it profit, P-R-O-F-I-T. Profit them nothing. So when you get faith, there's a profit behind it. Your faith will never keep you broke. (laughs) Your faith will never keep you unemployed. (laughs) Your faith will never keep your bank account empty. I guarantee your faith will get you seven figures. Lord told me the other day, he said, stop praying about being a millionaire. No, millionaires, there's nothing these days. You need to be multi. Hey! I prophesy you in the realm of multi right now. You in the realm of multi right now. I said, you in the realm of multi right now. Stop saying I'm a millionaire. No, you are multi. You multi, multi millionaire. You got houses now in, in Myanmar. God, no disrespect. That's eight hundred thousand, seven hundred thousand. You got. You can't even buy a three, four bedroom down in South Florida. Less than eight hundred thousand, seven hundred thousand. That's a decent area. So you got a choice. Either you increase your, set, your income, right? Or you have to go and increase your spiritual capacity so you can stay in the lower level but control the streets. But here at Full of Faith, we're going to control the streets and then still ah, increase our income into another level. Why? Because the Bible said all things are ours. Yeah, it's not in y'all Bible. It's in my Bible. Some of y'all been saved longer than me. Y'all know y'all know this here. The Bible says all things are yours. Not some things. All things are yours. It's yours. Whatever you want, it's yours. If my father owns it, it's mine. Don't look at me in that tone of voice. No, I ain't talking about my natural father because there's a limit. But with my heavenly father, there's no restriction. There's no limit. Come on now. There is no boundaries. It's all mine. Because he take pleasure in it. So I consider not my past. I consider not my my, uh, insufficiency. I consider not my disability. It doesn't matter why because I'm not living in this human nature anyway. I'm just man but living in the super. Father, I pray and I know, Lord God, that there are sheep out there that's tired of eating dead grass. They're going to come to a fertile place. (laughs) The Bible says that any tree that does not bear fruit, you need to what? Y'all don't know that scripture well. Let me try it again. Because I know y'all saying, y'all saying it well, but we got to say it together in unity, in unity, right? 
The scripture says, any tree that does not bear fruit to do what? Pluck it up. Say, pluck it up. Because you can cut it down, it can grow back. God is not in the cutting down business. You only cut down a tree when you need the wood. I don't need to cut down a tree. We pluck it up. Why did he say that? Because he was hungry. I had a need for hungry. And I did not care about season. All I know is I'm hungry. I'm a child of the most high God and I'm hungry. So I see a fig tree from far off because I see leaves. And if there's leaves, they got to be figs. So you, you, you literally build up my expectation. Because I did not consider not season. Because it don't matter with my season. All I know is I'm hungry so God will supply all of my needs. So even if it's not season, Jesus still say, well, it don't matter because my trust is in God. So that tree is ready to feed me if no other fig tree is not. It takes one tree. So, but Jesus looked at me and said, oh, boy, I'm ready. Oh, it's like, boy, you don't got no figs. Uh, I curse you. And then it say the next day, the tree was uprooted. What did I just tell you? What did I just have? What did I, what did I just have you say earlier? Any tree that does not bear fruit to do what? Any tree that does not fulfill your expectation, they don't get it. They didn't get it, Lord. Any, <laughs> y'all got some people that you need to uproot. You got too many dead trees around you. You got too many unfruitful people around you. And that's, you've been going to that. I'm sorry, Lord. I had to just, I'm going to say it. You know I'm going to say it, but I just had to. I just, I'm going to say it because this is you speaking anyhow. Because, you know, I ain't this smart. I'm smart, but not that smart. You know, I'm smart, smart, but I ain't smart, 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 smart. <laughs> You've been going to that same church for 30 years and you're still struggling. You need to uproot. <laughs> listen, I'm going to tell you. Listen, 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 listen. I don't care if you break in your family tradition. That's the problem. You're the next in line by what you see. If nobody else is a millionaire or multi-millionaire, then you need to find another group. If everybody died from the same thing, you are not. The only way you're not going to be next is uproot yourself from the. No disrespect, family. I, I, I ain't about y'all. No disrespect. Don't take it personal. But I, I'm getting out of this lineage. I'm born now of incorruptible seed. I've been now adopted to another family. I have another father. I have another. Y'all don't want to help me. I've been born again. <laughs> I'm heirs of the promise now. I'm heirs of the promise now. But you go to family, family and you want to be liked. I don't care. Don't like me. I don't care. Doesn't matter. Me wanting you like me keeps me broke. It makes me not be me. I got to go to the store and dress like what you like, but it's not me. You married somebody that don't like you and love you for you, so now you got to be something. So you live, you've been married 20 years, but fake all 20. 
fake or 20. And because you're not numaticos, you can't identify the real. So what God does is God will bring adversity to expose the real. Some of y'all are talking about right now, oh boy, I'm going to tell you when I get my, my millions, when I get this here, I'm going to be this, Lord, I'm going to give then. No, you're not. You're lying. You ain't going to give nine. Money, money does nothing but amplify you. The reason why you quiet is because you broke. But when you get rich, you're going to walk around and talk about everybody even more. Brokenness keep you humble. <laughs> so when everybody talk about this, you quiet. Well, when I get mine, I'm going to tell you that. No, you know, when you get yours, you're going you're gonna to talk about yourself. So God knows it's safer for you at the bottom. Because he prefers you over anything else. He will not allow nothing to take you out of his hand. Not even money. So he'll keep you at the bottom. Just to preserve your life. So when you ship and say, Father, create in me a clean heart. Let nothing separate me, God. No money that would have, have no idols before you. Nothing will be before you. Nothing and nobody will be before you. Then you're going to find yourself living in abundance. And at any day, you could just say, it can go. It doesn't matter. Just don't take your presence away from me, Lord. Then you have a Job prayer. You have a Job mindset. Money can go. People can go. This can go. But I will never, ever curse God. I will never, ever curse God. Anybody want me to curse God? You are a fool. But I will never curse God. Uh, for Abraham, human reason for being, uh, for hope being gone. Hope in faith. So he, he took his hope out of human reason and he put his hope in faith. <laughs> and faith is a gift from God. So he said, you know what? I'm going to take my human reason from out of the gift of my education because I, right now they ain't hiring nobody even though I got a master's degree in it. Okay. let me. But God says, still do this. Well, Lord, but what, what am I... I didn't, I didn't tell you. See, the problem is we think faith is knowing the detail. I don't need faith when I know the detail. If I know the how, then it's not faith. Faith is not knowing how, not knowing when, but Lord, just tell me where. Show me where. <laughs> Show me where. Show me where. Show me where. Where. Where you want me to do it? Where you want me to go? What what, what you want me to say? Um, I'm deep. I'm deep. Deep, deep. Deep, 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 deep. He hoped in faith that he should become. Y'all missed that. He hoped in faith that he shall be, that he should become. So he said, I'm a hope in faith that even though, even though I can't hear, but I can become over there. So in spite of where you at right now, you can never become because you have no expectation. You have nothing that you can gaze on to build your faith. But faith comes by hearing and hearing what? So you need to go to a word church. These days, these churches doing everything, repping everything, got everybody in there and all type of craziness. 
Paul says, my preaching does not come with enticing words. I don't have to say too much, but power and demonstration. So you know the word is there when there's power and there's demonstration. Because I just answered somebody and say, well, how do I know my, my, no power, no demonstration, no word there. No, you may have scripture, but you don't have the word. I'm going to try it again. You may have scripture, but you don't have the word. Because the word is the very power of God. So if you're at a place and they're not, they're not exemplifying no power, then you got to check something. The reason why you're still where you are at is not because of your condition. It's because you need an upgrade. You need more power. You need more word in you. Are you with me? The reason why you home sitting here trying to worry about how you're going to get this, how things going to happen, is not because of the fact that you don't know nobody. You just don't know the right knowing. You know something, but you don't know the right know. Uh, I'll be trying to stay. I'll be trying to stay like neutral. But it'd be difficult so to be neutral sometimes. Yeah, I ain't gonna go off. I ain't gonna go off the limb. I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna stay good. I'm gonna stay good, but I'm about to hit something. Come on, head after head Come on. <laughs> Why is it? Why is it so funny? Funny to me. Why is it so funny to me? It's funny to me. Interesting. Uh, uh, give me a second here, cause I'm I'm talking I'm talking to the Lord, I'm, and we we download, you know we, cause this is for somebody here, but I'm being um um this is this is called prophecy, right? So when I when I move around, with, you know, I'm, I'm getting a download. So now watch this here. Hmm. Uh. The reason why the enemy is out to destroy you is because they, he knows that you have the power to destroy his kingdom. Wow. So if he keep you broke, then therefore you cannot change everybody in your family. Even though you're the only one that's saved, but it's hard for you because you don't have the results that's going to convert them into salvation. Uh, but the problem is, it's not the fact that you are saved. That's a great thing. It's just the fact that in your salvation, you with me, you never receive sonship. Because most people live their life and think salvation is the end. No, salvation is just the paperwork. The worst thing you can ever do is you ask me to adopt you. I go to the court, adopt you, but you never want to move in. Ah, this is about to be good, good, good. 
So a lot of you come to the altar and ask him to save you. Jesus, can you adopt me? He said, yeah, you adopted now. You believe you are now part of the family. But yet you still want to live in the broke home. You still want to live in the crack house. You still want to you still want to live over there. But he said, I've adopted you so you can come live in this land. That's flowing with milk and honey in this land where you have everything in this land. Where everybody don't understand this here. So the issue is that you are saved, you're born again, and the whole church, they say, Oh, all of heaven rejoices when you are saved. That is true. But angels rejoice even the more when you walk in your sonship and you disperse them. The worst thing you can do to an employee is don't give them no assignment. Uh, let me try. Let me try the middle. Let me try the middle. The worst thing you can do to an employee is don't give them no assignment. A real true employee will feel like they're robbing or beating the system. Can you give me something to do? Can you give me something to do? God said, I've given angels as ministering spirits. Assign them. Give them something to do. You're working by prayer instead of working by command. They're there to serve your words. But you don't know that only by born again level. But when you shift to sonship level, then now you receive, you receive inheritance. <sighs> then you look at your father and you look at everybody else and say, hold on now, everybody else in here is here. Why am I not the only one? Something ain't right. So now I got to go to my place and I got to evaluate myself. Why am I the only broke son? Why am I the only struggling son? Sons of God, there's no gender. Don't think gender. No, you're in the spirit. No, no matter. Because first and foremost, it says that there's no male, no female, Jew, no Greek where you were in Christ. So if you outside, I know you outside of Christ, because you still talking about gender this and gender that. See, when most people get their sex change and they do transgendering and all that, that means they're not in Christ. Because they're worried about. But when you're in Christ, it don't matter who I am. My skin don't matter anyway. You may be whiter than me, but you're gonna be dirt just like me when it's all said and done. I may turn into black soil, but you're gonna turn to white sand. <laughs> Some of us may turn into baseball clay. It don't make no difference. <laughs> it was all the same. I have it's going to be. We're going to turn to somewhere. Are you here? Let me go some. I, 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 let, me go, let me see if I'm on course here. I know I am, but I may not be. Let's look at the Amplified. This, what verse this is? Okay, let's finish reading this. For Abraham, human reason, for hope being gone hoped in faith that he should become the father of many nations as he had been so you say hold on now hold on it's been promised but yet still presently I have to make a decision do I depend on what's been promised or I depend on what it is now I'm going to try it again. <laughs> Do you depend on what's been promised 
or you focus on what it is now. So if you're going to focus on what's been promised, you consider not what is now, and by faith you live in what's been promised. Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.